Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Stephanie Sumner. Stephanie is a masterful ad agency matchmaker, especially when you consider that the new business process is so often compared to dating and courtship. Honed at McKinney, she employs her keen listening skills, sincere desire for mutual success, and old-fashioned honesty to build and sustain successful relationships. In addition to being a quiet woman, Stephanie is a wife, mother, daughter, friend, entrepreneur, marketer, yogi, cook, optimist, writer, traveler, Sunday school teacher, beach lover, and many other things. Her love for putting people in the spotlight and making them shine, combined with her roots in journalism, led her to podcasting. She's an empathetic listener who is genuinely curious about people and believes everyone has an interesting story inside of them. Stephanie coined the term quiet women and is thrilled to be providing them a safe stage to show up on, to be heard and applauded. Please join me today in welcoming Stephanie to today's podcast. Yeah, I'm so glad you could join us today and share a little bit of your wisdom on your Beyond Stuck journey. I'm looking forward to what all you have to share, and I know it's going to resonate with our listeners. No, I hope so. (laughs) So we'll jump right in. Um, First of all, I just want us to think about this concept of stuck, and how would you define stuck? Let's see, stuck. Um, I think it's like when you get caught up in a certain way of thinking and you just can't find your way out. Um, almost like, like muscle memory. It's Mm. just like a pattern behavior, pattern of behavior that, um, you just continue living the way you've been living because it's easier than not. Right. It's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like an old boyfriend. (laughs) It's just comfortable. (laughs) Yep. You just keep going back to it. Yep. Even if it's not working for you. Right. So, so let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, you get caught up in this way of thinking it's hard to get out. So thinking about that, how, in what ways were you stuck? Um, I think, oh, I could go on, on about that one for a long time. There are many ways that I was stuck, but I think um, like career-wise, I was really stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been working in the same job at the same company for 18 years and unhappy for about the last 10 of that. And then I left without a plan. Um, I was laid off and I wasn't one of those people that was laid off. I'd, I'd gotten through many layoffs. I was like the perfect employee. So I thought, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, but I had been unhappy. So I, I looked at it as a blessing. Um, I had, I got another job right away, but, um, that ended up not working out. I, um, fell into a spiral of depression. I, um, I got the next job that I found not, I knew it wasn't right, but I had to have a job mm-hmm. and, um, hated it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then found myself without a job again. And I'm like, I was like, hello, is someone trying to tell me something here? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Um, yeah. So I was just caught in this pattern of, I thought, I couldn't see any other kind of career for me other than what I was doing um, in this ad agency world. 
Right. And you mentioned depression. I want to dig a little deeper into that because I think so many people, um, you know, when life happens, you know, through no fault of our own, it can spiral us into depression or anxiety or just whatever, um, because we do kind of feel stuck. So how did that take shape for you? Like, um, you know, what did it feel like when you got up in the morning and you're still like, okay, something's not right. What do I do? And how did that play into your life? And yeah, I think um, so. So remember, I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't have a job. And I had a lot of time on my hands. And I don't do well with free time. Mm -hmm. I've I need structure. I need to be busy. I need to be contributing. And um, I would wake up and feel completely lost, mm. um, to be honest. And I would cry a lot. And, you know, I mean, I could put on a happy face when I needed it. And I think only only my family really could tell. <clears throat> but, like, you know, my I talked to my to my minister about it just a little bit. Actually, you know what? I didn't talk to them. My son talked oh, wow. to my minister and got me on the prayer list at church. And it was so, I, honestly, I was so embarrassed to see my name on there week after week after week, mm-hmm. but also thankful. Um, but I didn't want anyone to know that it was me. Because, mm. I mean, it's just first names at, at our church. And yeah, I... um lost and I kind of like I was like I was in a hole and I didn't really know how to scrape myself out of that hole. Mm -hmm. And so you were there for several months. Um, And so what was it that kind of was the breaking where you were able to get out of kind of that depression and that cycle of not finding fulfillment in in your career? So it was um, this last time I I realized I was like, okay, I could I could rationalize why I've parted ways with these different companies. Um, it wasn't like a straight firing. There were there were like logical reasons I could I could make sense of, um, or I could flip it around. And when I when I looked at it from a different angle, I was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this ad agency thing, and. Um, maybe there is something else out there that I'm supposed to be experiencing or pursuing. And, um, I think it was, it was the, the lack of a job, COVID, um, the George Floyd murder could just all kind of converged at the same time that I had a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just kind of forced me to evaluate my situation. Mm. That's good. So a lot was going on, even just in the world, not just in your life. And it just made you take a step back and say, huh, what is the bigger picture? What am I supposed to get out of this? Yeah. Well, you think I I think what it was, was, um, you know, uh, I did a lot of a lot of personal work um, exploring social justice and, um, you know, as a result of George Floyd and I, I. It's work that had needed to be done for a long time, and and I spent a lot of time doing it. I I um, enrolled in this this program, a pretty intense um, education series with my church called mm-hmm. Sacred Ground, and it opened my eyes to all of the systemic racism that I had no idea existed. Um, 
not just with with the black culture, but, you know, all different cultures, indigenous people, Asian Americans, Mexican Americans. Mm -hmm. And and I think opening myself up to to that kind of um, introspection Mm -hmm. and opened myself up to explore further, which allowed me to um, to do the hard work on myself and what truly makes me happy, which is what I had been avoiding. That's that's where I was stuck. Mm. Um, I didn't want to look inside and because it's hard. It is. It is hard to to recognize that you're not all perfect and and rosy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like there is of you that need fixing. And and I did that and I couldn't be happier as a result. Yeah. Well, kudos to you for taking the time and putting in the effort to take that deeper introspective look. That's one thing I always tell people that you have to just slow down and take the time to look in and find purpose. Like everything starts with the foundation of you finding your purpose and what's going to bring fulfillment and happiness to your life. And I think a lot of times as women, we get caught up in the cycle of trying to please everyone else, make sure our kids are taken care of, that they're <laughs> happy, they're involved in all these activities, they're ready for college, you know, my husband's doing well, our partner, and like they have what they need and all the support systems. And we're the last person that we look at and think of, hey, I need some of that too. Oh, that's so funny you say that because I I just um, had drinks last night with a new neighbor and I asked her the question, oh, so what are your hobbies? And we both came to the realization we don't have hobbies because our hobby is taking care of everyone else and making right. sure they're happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's a never ending cycle because, you know, kids are always going to need something. Husband's always going to need something. You know, the job's always going to need something. And so if you don't take the time and make it intentional to slow down and do that deeper dive into who am I, who am I going to be once the kids are gone, you know, what's the empty house going to look like and all of that, then we're really doing ourselves a disservice. Yeah. And I think I'm at, I'm at that age, you know, I think I had my midlife crisis because my, my kids are almost both out of the house. And so I am having to kind of look and say, what is this next chapter of my life going to be? And yeah. And I, I I want to, (laughs) I want to enjoy it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's the thing we do want to enjoy it. So thinking about all of that, you had your break-in moment. You took some um, time to really look inward while you had all this free time of not having a job. So what, um, how did you get unstuck? I mean, after you did all this work, then um, what are you doing now? And how did, you know, everything kind of unfold for you to get unstuck? Yeah, I think, well, the way I, I think I got unstuck was, um, like, I, I read a lot, or I, books on tape. I listened to books a lot. So there was a lot of that. Um, I think the other thing that allowed me to get unstuck is that um, money is a sense of security for me. And mm-hmm. if if I don't have financial security, I can't think about anything else. Mm. And so this last time, so this there were two periods right next to each other where I was unemployed for about eight to 10 months periods. Mm -hmm. And the first time all I could think about was money paycheck Mm -hmm. to paycheck. We were struggling like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to, how are we not going to lose our house? Right. And this last time it, you know, it was bad. 
it it was bad, but somehow God provided for money to always be in the bank. Mm. And that allowed me to relax enough to focus on what was best for me rather than money, 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 money. I just need a job. I don't care what it is. I just need a job. Right. And I think it was that faith element that was different this time Mm -hmm. that allowed me to get unstuck. Mm. And that's really good um, talking about faith. So there's this funny thing that, you know, we, we know the word, we go to church, we pray and we feel like we, you know, we're doing okay. We've got it all together. But then when life hits and something really hard or something traumatic or, you know, just something out of left field, then it's like, how is our faith going to play out at that time? And, um, and I think, like you said, just being able to take a step back and really trust God, knowing that he's going to take care of it. It's not up to us to have to worry about or to fret over. He's got us and he's going to take care of it. And so um, there's such an assurance in that. But getting to that point can be so difficult to really release it all and release that control of I've got this. I've got to figure this out. I've got to make this happen. I've got to pay the bills. Yep. I've got to make sure it's taken care of, you know, because that's what's comfortable to feel like we're in control and we know what to do. So how did, I mean, how did that feel to have to walk through? Okay. I'm going to let, you know, the Lord take care of this, this time around. I'm not going to worry about it. How did that play out? Um, (laughs) yeah. And I mean, I, I, I I just listened, I guess. Mm. Like I, I, so I tend to hear God, in the quiet moments, like when my mind is still, it's usually like before I fully wake up, like mm. I'm, I'm laying there in bed and like, I want to get, I, I can get up or I can stay there and just let my mind kind of go where it's going to go. And that's, that's the moment where I tend to hear God. Mm-hmm. And it is so easy because I am one of these people that I plan my days. I have an agenda. I get up. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And so I get out of bed and I just start going. Mm -hmm. And that has been my default. And Mm -hmm. so just, and because that's easier, right? That's, that's the path of least resistance. That's what we know. It's um, Mm -hmm. because sitting there and listening might be scary. There might be things there that I don't want to think about. Because it's going to cause me to change my, you know, my pattern of behavior. And, um, but I just let myself listen. Mm -hmm. I let myself listen and it just got me, it opened my eyes. Um, you know, God opened my Mm -hmm. eyes to other ways of thinking to get me unstuck. Yeah. I like that. So fighting against the path of, you know, least resistance and doing those hard things that, that he requires of us. So how is your life different now that you've, you've gone through that period of quietness, you've gotten um, another job, one that's more filled with purpose and you know, what does life look like now? So life is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. It's, um, I couldn't be happier and I couldn't, be where I am now without having gone through that dark period. Um, you know, it's the darkness that always reveals the light. And, um, you know, I think, I think all of the work that I've done 
has shown me what's important to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so one of the things that came out of that, so it wasn't just this job. I mean, this job that I have now, I'm still in the ad agency world, but um, this is a job that just kind of fell in my lap. And it's just the perfect blend of what I'm good at and just mm-hmm. enough challenge to keep me interested. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a podcast. Like, I mean, like you, I'm a podcast host, but um, that's just one, one piece of it, but it's, it allows me to kind of have a purpose um, and was something I never would have considered doing before um, doing like, sorry, Brene Brown is my idol. And she, Mm -hmm. she just made me feel validated and um, I can't get enough. I keep listening because remember I listen to audiobooks. I listen like on my, on my walks. Um, not constantly, but yeah, you know, I, I revisit her, her podcast. It's, um, it's, it's helpful and it, it's made me feel more confident in myself and, um, just love myself mm-hmm. more in a way that I hadn't before. And, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, um, wonderful. And the growth that we go through, like you said, when you go through a dark place, it leads you to the light. You know, if you can learn the lessons you're supposed to in that dark moment, um, you come into something greater and God begins to reveal, you know, other parts of our, you know, character, our personality, our skills and things that we never thought we could do or would even want to do. But he shows us purpose in that. So for you, it was the podcast or that was one of the things. And I'm sure there are other things also. But um, as we kind of look to wrap up, what advice you've already shared some stuff, but what advice would you have for listeners, especially if they're struggling in a dark season, maybe they've lost a job, they've lost a friend, whatever the situation is, and they're just really struggling. How would you encourage them to keep moving forward? Um, I, I, you're right. I've, I've, I've mentioned a, a lot of different things, like just l- find, find books, self-help books, Brene Brown, listen to podcasts, right? Podcasts mm-hmm. like this, you recognize you're not alone. I mean, if you listen, allow yourself to listen to other people's stories. Um, I think there's so much power in, in finding a tribe and, um, you know, there are Facebook groups out there for just about everyone. And, um, Mm -hmm. even if you don't participate, just, just reading, listen, I mean, watching, um, viewing it, it really helps. I think, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, open yourself up to, oh, okay, it's not just me. And there are people that have found their way through this. Let's let's help each other. And, um, you know, it's really hard to take that first step. Oh, yeah. It is really hard to, to admit that something um, could be fixed or could be better. Um, but once you do and you allow yourself to, to, um, to open up and, and explore possibilities, I think, um, then that's where the easy work comes in. Yeah, because then it then you see that light at the end of the tunnel, right? So yeah, finding that encouragement and fellowship from others is so important. And you said take the first step. That can be the hardest, most scariest thing, you know, at times mm-hmm. when you when you feel like you're alone, and you know the enemy wants us to feel that way anyway, and wants to keep us isolated and into that depression and into feeling like we're the only ones in that deep dark hole. But there's a whole group of people out there waiting for us just to reach out, you know, so whether, like you said, it's friends or it's a Facebook group or um, it's family members, it's someone that we can reach out to and ask for help. So taking that first step um, takes a lot of courage, but it's certainly worth it. 
um, reading books and podcasts, like you mentioned, that's um, incredible. So lots of wisdom here and how to move forward. You don't have to stay where you are. There's um, lots of resources out there to get going and get moving again. Um, so Stephanie, how can listeners connect with you? I know you sure. mentioned the podcast and then there's a lot of other work you do. So how can they best reach out? Yeah, I think, um, I think the easiest way is, is through my podcast, which is quietwomenpodcast.com or on any of the streaming platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, email is quietwomenpodcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I will say there are a lot of people out there who want to help. Um, mm -hmm. Strangers, friends, um, I'm happy to be an ear and help anyone as well by talking about my story and what worked for me. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Thanks for sharing that, Stephanie. So again, that's quietwomenpodcast.com or quietwomenpodcast at gmail.com. Stephanie would love to hear from you. Check out her podcast as well. She interviews lots of um, women and you can hear their stories and be encouraged as well. So thanks so much for tuning in today, listeners. I know that you have grabbed some wonderful tips to help you get unstuck and keep moving forward. Thanks, Stephanie, for sharing your journey. And I just look forward to hearing what all is going to continue to unfold from your story. Thanks so much, Coletta. I enjoyed it. Okay. Take care, listeners, and we'll hear you next time.